Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have an iPhone, whenever you get on your text message and you open it up, there's a you know, a little spot in the message you can push down and leave like a voice text, which I do all the time. I've been doing it for a year and a half or so. Most of mine are voice text. I keep it quick because I understand no one wants to listen to this. Well, now Amy started doing it, and hers are like seven minutes long. Oh, boy. And I, 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 It's so much faster than typing. No, it's not. I, yeah. peter, I peter out in 10 seconds <laughs> No, because you just go on and on. But, but I used to have to type all of that. Now I just get to say it. You would type all that? Why haven't I no, adopted this? All that. She is Ramble 5000. And you're going to send me a message at some point that's going to be three minutes long and I'm not going to get to it. I know you it. want it. I know. Just like you won't. You don't get to it even if it's too long and it's written out. Yeah, I don't get to it if it's too long in person. <laughs> <laughs> you like wrap her up. Sometimes <laughs> I send him things like on text that are too long and I'm like, okay, too much text. You didn't even read it. Whatever. I'll tell you later. I'm okay with the voice text back, but you have to keep it short and sweet. Okay. Amy sent me one singing yesterday. Oh. She was like, how about this? Chasing after you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I was, pra- I was driving to go pick up Stashira from track, and I was practicing my vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do the morning corny, but let's also try to get better at when we do send these. Okay. Sending exactly what we want to send. I'm open to feedback. Okay. I'm new to the voice mm-hmm. texting. Mm-hmm. Why don't, you can do this. You can make a first one and make that be your rough draft. And go, oh, here's a way I can shorten it. And then go back and do it again. Because you can delete it. them, I right? do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I send it one. I'm like, oh, that's a, mm, a little too, too much fluff there. <laughs> and I'll go back and do it again quicker. Okay. Okay? Okay, I can do that. Cool. Nobody else has complained, though. I don't think people listen to them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, let's go Amy's Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. 
If a fire hydrant has H2O inside, what does it have on the outside? I don't know what. K9 P. Oh, funny. Dog pee. <laughs> That would have taken me a second had you not said that. Yeah. That's pretty funny, I was Amy. like, H2, what opposite? H2O K. inside, K9P outside. Got it. <laughs> that was the morning corny. I had a struggle with that one. Really? Mm-hmm. You would have gotten it eventually. Yeah. Uh, morning corny. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> Amy, you sent your dog to a psychic a long time ago. Yeah. Well, I just had her read my dog over the phone. She didn't even have to see her in person. I just had to email her a picture. Isn't this the biggest waste of money? The biggest scam Maybe ever. ever. <laughs> Maybe ever. Let me just say On that On all this- the money-wasting stuff we've done on the show, <laughs> that could be number one. Right. Let me say at the time, my dog was acting totally crazy. Listen, let me just say that this psychic person works for a very prominent person. In this time, I'm just saying that you wouldn't. Who also no, got scammed? You do. You would not say to this person if you talk to them that they're crazy. What? You would. You're not. right because I don't want confrontation. But behind their back, I would. Yeah. So did you put the dog on the phone? Okay, but I'm just saying like this is a person we all trust. <laughs> okay. But, but so I, I listen. I don't know, but I mean, I just wanted to. Hey, to in my mind, it couldn't hurt to try to understand why my dog was acting bonkers. I bring it up not because I just want to rehash something old, but. I hear that you're thinking of rehiring the psychic for your cat. Awesome. Oh, my oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Why do you, on? why? It's just. Because, I mean, it's been almost a year now since she's joined the family, and I don't want to see how she feels, what's going on. How she feels. The dog gave us, like, the do you, do you, our do you, dog do you, gave us, she was able to tell me things about our family that nobody would know, and do the dog you, was reacting to it. Do you, honest Cara. in your heart, believe this person? I don't know. No, no. Honest. I, I need, you to, I I need you to dig down deep. Do you, honest in your heart, think? That this psychic is able to communicate with these animals on a different level. They st- okay, so I, I need a yes or no. Why? Why can't I give you fifty-fifty? <laughs> mm-hmm. Why can't I give you I go I, I the pendulum swings from no way that's crazy to like ah it's possible because she told me things where she would not know and my jaw dropped and again I wish I could tell you who she works for because it would make you. Believe her even more. Someone famous? Susan yes. Milan? But just because they're no, famous, no, no. I don't famous. think they're any smarter. Here. I know no. some really dumb famous people. You do, not, uh, uh, d- 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 you do not think this person is dumb. You do not. You do not. You do not. Who you think is this person this? is one of the smartest, most successful people in town. Oprah. In town? In oh, town. But they may have so much money, they're just doing it as a gag. Eh. No, they don't even they don't even work for them on this level. They use them for this, but they work as like more of like an assistant. Just saying. But that makes me think. Okay. Nope. Should Amy hire a psychic for the cat? Yeah. No. No, you don't get to answer. You're, we're asking about you. Okay. Eddie. No. I mean, Lunchbox could go to the house and watch just... the cat for five minutes and probably say as much as this person's going to say. What is happening on this show? Like, no, absolutely not, Amy. Amy has a psychic cousin now that she, <laughs> is, is, she's getting very close closer to nowadays, right? Well, I mean, I've known her since I was born. All right, but you're a lot closer to her now. Yes, we have been reconnected more because, yes, her mom is like has cancer and it's brought us back together. Are you believing in psychics more in general, I guess, is my question. That's the thing with my cousin, pendulum swings. Sometimes I'm like, this cannot be real. And then I hang out with her for a little bit and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. Why don't you just save some money and have her talk to the cat? Ding, ding, ding. She, well. So smart. Let me me see if she could. Now, her mom's dog. Oh, no, stop. Okay. (laughs) Her, Her mom's dog. 
is a psychic dog. Oh, psychic oh my, dog. Psychic dog. Oh my god. I don't know what's happening on the show, guys. <laughs> I think with that statement, our show just jumped the shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was no, it. We are no. so out of touch. Okay. We have dogs that are psychic whoa, whoa, now. Whoa, stop it with we are. Amy's kind <laughs> of weird. one person. One person. I wasn't even saying that, but she met this other woman that talks to animals, and the woman that talks to the animals said, wow, I've never had this happen. I've never met a dog that was... Communicating with me? before. Okay. Um, Listen, I know. Is there any chance Amy's... Does anyone believe this person can talk to Amy's cat? If so, speak now. Anyone? Anyone? I mean, scuba maybe, right? Anyone? No? (laughs) Yes. Oh, no, Morgan. Morgan. I do. Listen, there's things out there that I don't understand, and I just think it's very possible that this is a reality. That's what you always say. What? That's what I you think, always say. I don't think... Say a, what you say. <laughs> she wants you to say it. Say, what say I, it. Say what you say. I don't. I told you I don't believe in psychics. But, but my cousin has actually wrong. nailed some things about you. Okay. All I'm saying is I don't believe this person is charging $95 to well, talk to Well, I don't know. It might, hopefully it was cheaper than that. Because I get that that's a ridiculous you, okay, amount of money. You do but what, it was, go do what you do and let us know how it turns out. But if you're asking if I think it's real, I do not. Can't prove it's not, but I don't think it's real. Right. But you you think there's aliens? No, can't show you there is. <laughs> you, I feel like you say there is. I say the world it's so vast we have no idea what's up there. And for us to say that anything is not happening would be ridiculous. Oh, well, sounds like you could apply that to exactly okay, what's happening. I believe here. Amy's cat psychic I said it. There it is. <laughs> it can be dangerously easy to steal your identity during tax season. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com, promo code BONES. Hey, let's go over and talk to Tom, who lives in Georgia. Tom, we appreciate you calling the show. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, um, no, I've commented on it. So I'm not necessarily a believer in all of this way back when. Um, I have two clients that had used a pet communicator. One was a pretty close friend of mine, and then one was just kind of an acquaintance. Um, very specific things when they talk to them that, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know that. Um, and, and this was just over the phone. And had they not, they never saw the animal. They never did anything. And one was a horse that um, was missing an eye. And she she never even mentioned anything about the horse age or anything like that. And the lady said, she goes, well, she's very sad that um, you're not paying attention to her left side of her face since she lost her eye as much as you are to her right side. And there was other specific things, too, she was talking about. It was things that she never mentioned and the lady never saw the animal that I'm not going to say I'm a 100% believer, but it made me more of a believer in it that I can't completely doubt it. Right. Um, I hear you, Tom. Uh, when my... I, I'm naturally a skeptic to everything, to anything, and I think that if this is true and people can do this, what are the odds that Amy has found the person living down the road? Well, there's multiple. I know, but I really mean, how many real. are there? Again, I mean, I'm... Oh, it's tough. It's tough. I know, I know. I, and you know what, Tom? I... It's hard. I can't prove it's not true, All right. but that doesn't mean I have to believe it. I just have a hard time hiring someone to talk to your cat. I know. And there's no way to prove if they really have or not. And there are great scammers out there. And I'm not even saying this is a... Oh, Except for when I hired her <laughs> I to talk know. to I, my dog, she told me things that she, she would have no idea. But she knew because... Because she Cara, looked in my your dog window. Told her. <laughs> no, she, she didn't know where I live. Facebook. No. Um, okay. 
You're right. Facebook. <laughs> You're right. I have a lot of info up there. <laughs> uh, Tom, thank you. I should not be You're so welcome. skeptical, but I just am about animal psychics. I just am. Mm-hmm. Me I just too. am. <laughs> okay, Tom, have a great morning. You too. All right, bye-bye. I'll do one more call, and then we'll get off this. Okay. Because if we don't, a psychic will tell me that Stanley's mad at me oh. for continuing <laughs> to make fun of it. And I don't want that to happen. Stanley's my bulldog. Uh, Carolyn in Boston, you are on the show. You're the last one on this topic. What would you like to say? Uh, good morning, studio. Morning. Um, I know this sounds absolutely bonkers. I was never, ever someone that believed in psychics. I assumed that, like, they picked up on your cues and just kind of, like, read off of your body language. Um, a couple years ago, I had an experience where I woke up in the middle of the night to that sense that someone was in my house. Like, you know, when you just know that someone's there. Um, no one was there, but I heard breathing in my ear and, like, someone sit on my bed next to me. And then since then, I have been able, I sound so wild, but to communicate um, with people that have passed. And, y'all, I was so skeptical that I... Wait, 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 wait. Now, you're a psychic? You're a medium now? Like, I, I don't like to say it that way because it sounds wonky, but I can sometimes communicate to think people that have passed, yes. But, like, I, I didn't believe that it was real. I thought that I was having maybe a mental health crisis. So I, tr- I went to my doctor and asked for a psych eval. Hey, hold on. Can you hold on? Can you hold through the break? I just want to come back and talk to you a little more. <laughs> Is that possible? Cause I li- yeah, absolutely. Because we were talking about animal psychics, but now we've gone to somebody has been touched by an angel, yeah. and now they have it in them. <laughs> and I like Carolyn. I can tell like she with how it. she speaks, we'd probably get along. Now, I'm having trouble right now believing this, but she would have trouble believing this too, right, Carolyn? If it wasn't for this happening to you, you'd probably doubt it. 100%. Okay, so with that being said, I'd like to come back and talk to her in a second. I had another bit scheduled here, <laughs> but I just got to come back for this. <laughs> There's something for everyone on Discovery Plus, the streaming home for armchair detectives, nature fans, and anyone who loves 90 Day Fiancé. Stream true crime, documentaries, relationships, and so much more for as low as $4.99. Discovery Plus, start your free trial. Terms apply. Okay, we were talking about Amy hiring a psychic to speak to her animals. And I said, you're crazy. We had a little fun. We moved on from that. Then we got a call from Carolyn. Carolyn, I'm going to paraphrase you're laying in bed you wake up there's somebody in the room but there's really not you can just feel it someone sits on the bed but there's really nobody there you feel whispering but there's no human whispering into your ear and since that you've been able to speak to the dead is that accurate Uh, yes i don't like to say speak but yeah (laughs) communicate okay so what do you do just think to the dead then okay so I want to keep it concise and short, but yeah. basically after that experience, stuff was happening in my house that didn't make me feel good, and I felt just really open. So I had to find ways to like kind of protect my energy so that anyone couldn't just come to me. Um, so if I want to communicate, basically I have to take that down. I have to kind of visualize opening up and meditate, and then um, I can feel open, and yeah, things come to me. And it's been crazy. Like I've known specific names. Of people that I'm like, I have no idea how I could ever know that. Um, Pregnancies before the women knew they were pregnant. It's like, it's wild. 
What's even more wild is you sound so normal. <laughs> yes, Usually when people call us and they're like, I'm a psychic. <laughs> and we're like, no. But you sound like, do you have a normal job? You don't have to say exactly what you do, but do you, are you like every day working? I'm a therapist. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you're like educated. So, oh yeah. So I have a master's degree. So my first thought. <laughs> Bobby. Was like, no, like, no, no, not Bobby. Okay. I always think of people when they're like, I can speak to dead people or kooky. And they didn't go to school. Okay, but you know my cousin, and she's extremely But that's one educated. example. I'm well, talking about another. when you drive by a house, and they're like, pay $5, I'll read your palm. That person doesn't have a master's degree. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Probably not. So, Carolyn, continue on, please. Never sell. I would never sell this service. Wow. Because, one, I would never want to uh, make money on someone feeling really desperate and sad. Because that's who's going to go to a psychic, usually. People that want to connect with someone they've lost. So I would never want to monetize that, and I never want to be put in a position where I have to connect to something that doesn't feel good to me because they're paying me. My mind is blown that she's also not charging money for it. Yeah. All of these factors add up to a, I believe it. Do you ever have, so do you, your friends or maybe family know this about you, and did they ask you to, to go there and tap in and ask you to figure out things or talk to someone that's passed? Yeah, they will sometimes. I think I have really great people that respect um, my energy and that like, it's a lot for me to kind of wrap my mind around. I will sometimes offer if I feel like someone could benefit from it. And actually, like, Amy, if you ever want to, like, connect on IG, I can maybe help you. I just, like, don't spend your money on it, you know? So, okay, I'm going to ask a question, and it may... You may think I'm making a joke, but I'm not. So understand that because I'm just trying to grasp what's happening here. Okay, Carolyn? Yeah. Could you talk to George Washington? No. Okay. I just wondered if you could talk to anybody dead that's famous. No. So, okay. Think about it like this. When people pass, um, they kind of are still keeping tabs on their people, right? Like they have people they love and they, they check in on them. People that can communicate to the other side are like a payphone. There's not a whole lot left around, but you find one every once in a while. So if I have come in contact with someone um, still living and there is someone on the other side that has a message, they'll be like, let me try this payphone. Like, it might not work, but it might work. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's a, I think that makes a lot of sense. So, hmm. Do... For example, my mom is not alive anymore. My grandmother is not alive anymore. Could I go, hey, I would like for you to reach out to them or either one of them. Do they also have to be willing or are they just hanging out and someone goes, hey, you got a payphone call. <laughs> Would you like to pick up the phone? How does that work? Um, yeah, so if I were to like connect with you and I were to meditate, I could reach out. Like I don't like to say it's 100% yes, I'm going to be able to give you a message. I don't want people to have expectations and then be let down but i have not had an opportunity where i've sat down with someone and not been able to connect to someone they wanted to speak with do you have to be in a mood or a certain time of the day or i to just or does it just happen if you're driving down the road somebody just connects um i have to have a clear mind so it's happened not trying like while hiking just because I'm kind of like in a groove and, and really in that meditative state. Once in a while, someone will be really persistent. It's like a knock on my door and I'll be working and it'll be like, hey, I'm Charlie. 
and I'll be like, all right, Charlie, you got to wait. <laughs> um, but to go out and connect, I have to be meditating. Once in a while, someone will have a message and they knock on my door, you know, at a random time. You know, I live skeptical and I say that respectfully, but I also believe I can't prove you're not telling the truth. And I also believe there are things bigger than me. There are things that I can't even comprehend how they work. Matter of fact, I don't know how radio works or how television works. So how am I going to say that I know how something bigger than what my brain can understand is or isn't working? Just with Carolyn, although she's not selling it, she's not, she's educated, she sounds like she's not a gypsy or whatever that, you know, the people in the ribbons and, you know, if I were going to believe someone, I would believe Carolyn, I think. But I still don't all the way. I'm just being honest, not all the way. But you do present a compelling case, Carolyn. I mean, if it weren't me, I would think someone was lying. Like I told you, mm-hmm. I had a psych eval because I assumed that I was likely having, you know, some sort of emergency situation. Because <laughs> what I was feeling was happening didn't make logical sense. The fact that you had a psych eval. That's a, I mean, that's a mark in the right direction too, is that she thought this is so abnormal. I need to make sure that something in me isn't firing in the right way, but maybe it's firing so right. Maybe it's so right. Oh man, that's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) I still can't just sit here and go, I believe you, but I don't sit here and go, you're a liar and a fake. I'm not saying that at all. I have questions obviously, because it's not something I understand, but I think it's pretty cool. And if you're using it for good, not evil, I'm with you. Well, thanks, guys. Um, and I totally get the skepticism. So, Well, I thanks for sharing your story. You had to be pretty vulnerable to call up and share that and then take the conversation about it, especially mm-hmm. when an idiot goes, can you talk to George Washington? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a good question. That, but I always wonder if, and if someone says, sure, who do you want to talk to? Muhammad Ali? George Washington? Yeah. I'm like, you're not real. There's not, but then they might be. Their specialty might be former presidents. <laughs> All right, well, Carolyn. Well, thank- I would ask Caroline just if she thinks that that some people have the gift of talking to pets. Oh, no. I... What? (laughs) I I don't think that... My concern is anyone charging for it. That's what I'll say. Um, Pets have souls, so I think that you could probably communicate with them in some way. But the the paying... Like, people that want to monetize it make me nervous. Same. But also, if they're true, it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, Carolyn, thank you. Um, I, I don't really know what to say, except I appreciate you sharing your story. I think there are probably a lot of skeptical people like myself, but that also heard you and went, wow, sounds pretty right on. Uh, thank you. And if anybody from my past comes to you while hiking, let me know. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Carolyn. <laughs> thanks, guys. Bye. All right, Bye. Paul of the room. Who believes her? Amy? I mean, I... Yeah. You have a cousin say yes, that Amy. says she's a psychic. My cousin is very similar to her. And so I guess, I don't know, I'm leaning more like I believe them, but I still have some skepticism, which I think is healthy. But do you have skepticism with your cousin? A little bit, and I tell my cousin that. But then she's so right off. She's so spot on on certain things, and she's just she's she sounds so intelligent when she's talking about it. And... Yeah, I mean, and my cousin, same thing. Like, she was at the grocery store, and someone next to her, her their dead relative was, like, talking to her, and she told them, and it was all fat. It all panned out. 
Lunchbox, do you believe her? So, no. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. <laughs> Eddie? Cuckoo. Hey, it's a great call, but no, I don't believe her. Wow. It's a great call. It's a great, great call. Great what call. about you, Bobby? Where are you leaning no, right now? No, I lean no. Yeah, I, I, I lean no. But I can't prove it's no, and I'm not going to fight you about it because I don't care that much. And, like, <laughs> she's not charging anybody and swindle them out. That's, yeah. That's, who could, she could be right. 18% chance she's right, which is pretty high. Wow. It is very oh, high. 18, 18, not 80. 18, not 80. Morgan? I believe her. There you go. I have no reason not to. Wow. Hmm. The girls. No reason not to. Okay. Well, there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> That's a lot of reasons. No. All right. Thank you, guys. Carolyn, thank you for the call. We appreciate you guys hanging with us this morning. Your personal data is always at risk of being stolen. Cyber attacks constantly evolving. They're becoming more elaborate. You know, some things that you can do to help protect yourself include using two-factor authentication and creating unique passwords for each online account. It is so important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, your information is at risk on the internet. In an instant, someone could steal what's yours, your finances, your credit, your reputation. Good thing there is LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number being for sale on the dark web. It is so important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. If they detect your information has been compromised, they'll send you an alert. Every day, your information is at risk on the internet. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code BONES. 800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Promo code BONES for 25% off. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Our iHeartRadio Music Awards were last night. Some of the big country winners include Luke Combs, who won Country Artist of the Year, Morgan Wallen, who won Country Album of the Year, and Lainey Wilson, who took home Best New Country Artist of the Year. You can see the full list of winners at bobbybones.com. Tim McGraw shared the simple way he knows when he's found a great song. You can tell somebody how you feel, but when you can tell somebody how they feel and they didn't know they felt that way until they heard it in a song or they felt it, and I think that's when it's something really special. And I've been fortunate enough that I've had some really great songs in my career that have allowed me to find that emotional well. The first round of performers have been announced for the CMT Music Awards. Some of them are Miranda Lambert, Keith Urban, Luke Combs, Kane Brown, Maren Morris, and Little Big Town. The show airs April 11th on CBS. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Willie Wilson is a businessman in Chicago. Last week, he gave out $200,000 in free gas. And he was like, you know what? I need to up it. Tomorrow, he is giving away $1 million in free gas. This was the guy we talked about on the show that was causing all the traffic problems. (laughs) Yes. And the news was like, hey, how do you feel about this guy? And people that were getting free gas were like, he's amazing. And people that weren't were like, this is not good. But the fact that he's giving away a million bucks in free gas. Let's go. That's so much money. And these gas stations that are participating have agreed to lower the price so more families can get free gas. And each family that comes, $50, $50, $50 in gas. Okay, I like that, that everybody can come and get 50, not a full tank if you're an 18-wheeler. And maybe it moves people through quicker. Yeah. Which, again, will help traffic a little bit. Because it would be quite the cluster. And hopefully it's at, like, stations all over. Mm. Yes, Not not just one station. It's like, (laughs) all right, we're going to run. Here's my card. Stop it when it hits a million. There's 50 gas stations throughout the city, so they're not just one station. And Willie Wilson's just like, listen, with God, we can get through everything. 
and good traffic lights and <laughs> all police that. officers that are hired to come in and manage this. <laughs> all right, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Don't let a cold keep you up. Take NyQuil Severe for max strength relief for your worst cold and flu symptoms so you can rest tonight and get back to it tomorrow. NyQuil, the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head, best sleep with the cold medicine. Okay, I will grab a couple calls because there's so many people that still want to talk about that psychic segment, but we're going to be brief (laughs) because I got to get to the news. Chelsea in St. Louis is on. Chelsea, thank you for calling. What would you like to say? Hi, morning, studio. Morning. Hey, so I'm just curious how you are so skeptical after Amy's cousin was so spot on with you and Caitlin. I'm just skeptical in general towards psychics. I also think that people can get lucky, and I'm not saying that's the case with her, but one or two correct guesses or one or two correct what would you even say? Psychic readings? Predictions. Predictions. To me, doesn't change my entire outlook of if I think psychics are real. But I feel like that was a huge thing to be right about. So I didn't know if that would sway your thinking at all. But it I get swayed it. it for me not to go, it's absolutely wrong. That's how it swayed it. I still don't believe in psychic ability. But you could convince me if you got five in a row. Ooh. Yeah. Let's do <laughs> That's that. That's the number. Let's do five in a row. <laughs> um, five in a row would convince me. But, no, I, again, I'm just skeptical about everything, and I do have a hard time with it. But that's it. I understand. Makes sense. I would probably talk to someone that claimed to be a psychic and be like, hey, tell me some stuff. I've actually done, like, three of them over the years for fun or someone's like, I gotta, you got to go. I'm like, all right, I'll go for the show. And two of them have been so full of crap. And then Amy's cousin was right about a couple of things. Some things I don't know if she's right or not about because they were way in the future. But my my success rate is only 33%. And I wouldn't even say that's super successful. That's just moderately successful with the rest TBD, you know? So through my interactions with so-called psychics, it has not been good or something that I'm willing to believe in fully. Or even... Mostly. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of these callers really believe it. I know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fighting them right now. I yeah. see them all online. They're like, I can't believe you would. And Morgan over here, who knew? Morgan's a psychic believer. Look at you. I mean, I just I believe I in great. psychics and aliens and all of it. I just, I don't have any reason not to. All of it. What's the rest? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, just anything that's like, I don't understand. If Loch Ness I, Monster? Yes. If I don't <laughs> sure. understand it, then I, I, who am I to say it doesn't exist? I agree with that, but because I don't understand it doesn't mean I believe in it. Well, I mean, but you're open to it. I'm open to being able to not understand something. Yeah. You just yeah. want that five in a row. Five in a row. Let's go. Give me a double shot of psychic <laughs> predictions. We'll talk. All right, let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A Connecticut man who ordered a hot black coffee at Starbucks was instead served a much stronger brew. If you order a coffee and they give you like a double shot of espresso, would you be upset? No, I'd be like, thank you. (laughs) Would that call for legal action? No, I just would be excited because I probably paid for a single or normal cup and I got extra and I have a little more energy. So if they accidentally pumped yours up, you wouldn't care that much? No. Okay. Well, this is what happened to him. Instead of 
the hot black coffee, it was a toxic cleaning chemical. Oh, oh well. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. I'm just testing her out. <laughs> okay. I'm just rolling her through some situations that here. That is a different story. The lawsuit filed Tuesday in Connecticut is seeking punitive damages in excess of $75,000 after the coffee giant doled out a horrible experience to Matthew Tyler Mitchell during a visit. He ordered a hot black coffee. He got a cup with a lid that appeared to be Java, and it was a chemical that caused a burning sensation in his mouth, throat, and stomach. I mean, I would think he would ask for more than $75,000. Mm, yes. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm not, I still, so I just, I'm not litigious, so I probably wouldn't even sue, because remember we missed out on the opportunity to sue the Nashville airport, and I never did. Amy fell at the airport. <laughs> the I ice. did. On ice. Ice. They're listening right now. <laughs> wow. Dodge yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I mean, a toxic chemical, drinking it, that seems like you could get way more out of Starbucks. Did he do that on purpose? Mitchell alerted a Starbucks manager who told him the goof was made by a new employee who didn't realize a coffee brewer had been filled with the cleaning solution. Oh, okay. makes sense. That does seem like yep. it could happen. Yep. That makes sense. That d- and that's unfortunate, but he could have died. And so the punitive damages, do you understand why it would be a, a punitive? Do you guys I don't know what that and is. And I didn't until I started looking up like some law movies. Um, it's to set a precedent for this. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So and what's it, a precedent? Like the, the it, McDonald's hot coffee ones. This is like, if anybody else does it, um, we're teaching a lesson to everybody. Got it. So that's kind of what that means. Which is like, probably why it's only 75000 But I could be it for a million. But he probably yeah, didn't have to go to the... He probably wasn't that physically mm-hmm. hurt. But that would be wild to drink that. <sighs> would you drink a drink of it for $75,000? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Too. 100%. <laughs> All right, that's from the New York Post. Uh, catfishing scam leads to love with the real man that was actually in the fake profile. A Florida woman who was smart enough to realize something was off when an internet love started asking her for money. She's like, well, this isn't right. Um, Then she tracked it down and found the real person, and she fell in love with him. Wow. Marcus and her started chatting. He was like, I'm in love with you. He got hot and heavy. She said, I think he even told me he loved me after day one, and then he said he needed $6,000 for his mom's surgery. Marcus. Marcus. (laughs) Here's a clip of Nicole saying that the scammer told her he loved her. It started getting really hot and heavy. I think he even told me like he loved me after a day. He's like, I love you. I'm going to marry you. You're the woman of my dreams. On Facebook, she ended up finding the real guy. And so they messaged. She goes, hey, I think your picture's being stolen. And he's like, yeah. They both lived in South Florida. They met up. It started as a friendship. And then they're together. Huh, that's pretty cool. So it wasn't the real catfisher. It was whoever he was, the yeah. identity he was stealing. Wait, the real cat. No, no, no. So someone took a picture off the internet yeah. and used well, this guy okay. and messaged her. So it's the, the catfisher using a picture of the guy. I need money. She goes, okay, this isn't real. She finds the real guy whose picture was being used. Got it, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. I had to do a beautiful mind meme. <laughs> yeah. Ready. All Always the doing all that. Connections. Things. Yes. Man, but does that make hot. sense? Yes, it made sense the first time. That's from NBC oh, Miami. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> it, what do you say, Lynn? She's hot. He, I mean, he's good looking too. If you oh. like that. No. What do you mean if you <laughs> like that? Saying they're both he's either good looking or he's not. Lunchbox can't see men <laughs> in their looks. He can only see if women are attractive. You can't tell if he's a good looking guy or not? No. I mean, some women would like him, some wouldn't. <laughs> well, okay. Is Probably he true. better looking than you? Worse looking than you? Physically? I mean, to some women. I mean, but I know I'm the 10, so if they think he's a 10, then... Eddie, is he better looking than Lunchbox? Absolutely. Good looking dude. But to you, Lunch, or same. Yeah. Like Ryan Reynolds versus you. Yeah. I mean, some we, some women would pick Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> some would pick me. 
That's his answer for <laughs> David Beckham versus Eddie. Some people would pick Eddie, and some people would pick, pick David Beckham. That's true. Jason Momoa and me. <laughs> some people would pick huh. you. Some people would pick Momoa. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Who's hotter, like um, uh, Ryan Reynolds or Brad Pitt? Uh, to some people, it'd be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, some people, it'd be okay. Brad Pitt. Right. They're both hot. That's a couple is shocked after getting a gas bill for over $2.5 billion. Whoa. Sam got a phone notification saying, hey, update your debit information. Your bill's ready. We can't get the money. <laughs> so he looked, and it was for $2.5 billion. Who has a debit that can do that, though? Yeah. Elon? <laughs> I guess Elon gets that notification. Holy moly. Okay, there you go. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Don't job search alone. Get a team. Trust your local experts at Express Employment Professionals. Express has connections to great jobs in your area, and they never charge a fee. Go to expresspros.com to find a location near you. Find your next job, expresspros.com. In the next segment, a psychologist reveals the ingredient list of experiences that turn people into serial killers. Oh. So if this happened to people, they're like, well, what we see is a lot of this that turns into that. So let's see if anybody (laughs) checks the boxes. Uh, Also, let's talk to Angela for a second because I'm going to have her hold. But Angela, we were talking in the mailbag a bit earlier and there was a dog that bit someone in a neighborhood. A similar situation happened to you or your brother, right? My my brother, yes. And there's so much money that changed hands that I I wanted to hold and tell you guys. Really? Because your brother, I don't want to spoil the whole story here, but your brother was in... Was it his dog, or was it was he the one that was affected? It was his dog. He was out in the yard. Okay, hold dog. right there. That's all. Dang, That's all. Dang. Because what happened, you're going to go, wow, that much money? Those two things and more next. We've had a couple animal stories on the show. The first one in the mailbag uh, back about an hour ago. So email comes in, goes, hey, I was walking down the street with my dog and got bit by another dog. Neighbors don't care. It was their dog. What do I do? And so, did we lose the caller? Oh, come on. What? Did she change her mind? She knew it was a lie. Last minute. Well, great. Now I got to go to another story. Uh, Psychologist reveals the ingredient list of experiences that turns people into serial killers. Emma Kinney, who specializes in victimology, explained that serial killers are psychopaths, but other experiences actually make them kill. Right, so they already are born with whatever chemicals up there. But here you go. Voyeurism, really bad parenting, both too strict and too liberal on either side. Wow. One very disciplined or one other parent who is not, if you have that constant pull of I'm the, the, the real strict parent, I'm the one that lets you do anything, that has affected a lot of these people. Peeping Tom behavior when younger. Eesh. What's up? Well, okay. I'm just taking notes. You qualifying for no, these? Like, she's put boxes beside them, and she's checked every one of them for some no, reason. No, I'm writing them down. I mean, she things to look for mm. in people. So childhood things that would have influenced you also, let's see, superficial charm. If for some reason you're way too charming mm. for a minute, but then you're not later when mm. you're in private. Okay. A grandiose notion of self-worth. I might be a serial killer. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, can you define... What's voyeurism? Uh, looking. Peeping Tom. Okay. Watching. 
That's right. voyeurism. That's what. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. The ability to man- manipulate others and lack of remorse and empathy, and then all those together mixed in a potion. Wow. Serial killer. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna keep and that in mind. So far, I'm good. <laughs> so far. <laughs> <laughs> you got a life, you got a lot of life to live. Yeah, you got, you got a little bit of time. <laughs> I've never been fascinated with serial killers. I've watched the Ted Bundy docu-series, and it was interesting to me, like how he escaped prison. Like, that stuff's interesting, but I've never been obsessed. I'm not obsessed with any sort of killing or crime, where you are. I mean, more so uh, cartel and drugs gangs. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. gangs. Well, why do you think that is? I don't is? know. I don't know, but that's not on the list. It's on the list. There's no concern. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm a serial killer. No, I just wonder. Because I, I don't have an interest at all in that. Actually, I feel bad well, about it. Of course it. I feel bad. You wanted to do a gang tour in I know, Los and then Angeles. I realized that was totally wrong. Yeah. And I've since changed. I thought it would be interesting. And the the money from the taking the tour went to good. So to me, it seemed like a win-win. And they had an agreement with the gangs to let the tour bus come through. But then I, I yeah, I don't do want to glamorize what they do. The, that's a hard life. Mm. And a lot of people are affected negatively by that. So I don't want to be a part of, you know. No, I get it. But I just wonder what the obsession is. And yeah. it's not just you. Yeah, I don't know. Like the drugs. It's a lot of like women who are obsessed with. Pr- true crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I don't know. That's, that's, it's. Do you have a theory? As the, a woman, why do you think you're obsessed? Well, I wish someone would tell me. Do you maybe maybe a therapist has a theory? Maybe I could ask my therapist. You have a theory, Lunchbox? Listen, it's because women are always looking for ways to, to what get away with things. No, I'm not. Oh, they're learning how to they're kill. Learning. I how mean, to that show snapped. It, it, exactly. That's what. Oh, it's crazy. It and is that's really just crazy. Straight up women snapping. Mm-hmm. That's what. Like it they is. have no, they have no past. You take notes during those shows? No, but I I'm like. Oh, how did that happen? Because they had this one life, no, none of this list that you would check off that would make them turn into a murderer. And then one day they just snap and kill their husband. I could understand snapping or being whatever. So rage filled because somebody did something to someone you love. Mm. And I don't think it has to be husband or I, just in general. Right. Like I understand how to snap and kill if someone killed your kid or something. Oh, or, yeah. So, like, I get that, but I don't know. I just, uh, your yeah. fascination with gangs to me is wild. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm so intrigued by how El Chapo rose from, like, a nothing in the drug world to the king. It's, it's crazy. And he was the first one to invent the underground tunnel. Tell us more. <laughs> and, like, All he right, was transferring the drugs from Mexico to U.S. Yeah. And, like, the higher-ups at the time, they thought it was the dumbest idea ever. And then now, look at him. Yeah, I mean, prison, prison. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him now. he's in a maximum I mean, security. He's an awful person, yeah. awful, but still fascinating. Let's go talk to Angela, who we tried to get on at the beginning of the segment. We lost her. Angela, are you there? I am. Okay, cool. So earlier we talked about a dog biting somebody walking down the street. Can you tell us your story? Yes. My brother was washing his car. His dog barked. The dog didn't weigh 30 pounds. And she fell off her bike, broke her arm. She got on her bike and rode home. Long story short, got a lawyer $100,000. Wow. He, his lawsuit, and he lost. Because of a dog bark. Uh, because it barked. Never left, never passed the, the, his house. I mean, it literally 
bark from the yard. I never heard of such thing. Wow, the dog barked, startled the gr- yeah. the girl. She fell off her bike. She broke her arm. They got a hundred thousand. That's the story. Well, wow. I can rode home. Yeah. Did your yeah, no. your brother have a lawyer at all? Yes, and the, they said you're not. She's not going to win. Don't worry about it. Twelve months later, yeah. I mean, he got a hundred grand. I've never heard of a so, story even similarly he, like that, but I know I'm going to go walk around the neighborhood today. And yep. just on a bike? Yeah, I'm just begging for something to bark at me. <laughs> what is it when, um, you know, file, like um, they go back, like a, a Kenny case Chesney. Hap- I go back nice. to the days. <laughs> no, but song. could he appeal this? Because I feel like. Oh, no, Amy's giving legal <laughs> advice. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> feel? Oh, no. no He's not going to be out more money. I feel like this isn't going in a good like direction. I feel like this is crazy. Angela, I- any chance that he wants to appeal? With Amy as his attorney. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I doubt it. I think he's been through enough. Wow. Did I he mean, have yeah. to pay that himself or did an insurance policy pay that? He paid 2000 deductible and his homeowners paid it and then they dropped him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's so he cooked crumbles or what? He's a vicious dog. I mean, that's how it works. He's a little a dog, no more than 30 pounds. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Uh, Angela, that's a crazy story. If true, unbelievable. And we believe you. We believe you. We believe her, right? Absolutely. I, Who do yeah. we believe more? Her or the psychic from earlier? Her. her okay. 100%. Uh, I don't know. Perfect. Oh, don't go. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> Angela, obvious. thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> you too. All right. <laughs> bye. That's, I've never that's heard crazy. of such things. I've been with CarShield for years. It's a no-brainer. They make it easy. It's affordable to protect your car from expensive repairs. And that's just for starters. I love CarShield because they offer protection plans for around 100 bucks a month, and it covers way more parts than before. Whether your car is a 5,000 or 150,000 miles, let me tell you how simple it gets to get your car fixed. When you need a repair, you choose the mechanic, and CarShield's administrators handle the rest. That's it. You don't have to deal with the paperwork or the headaches. You are taken care of. The same goes if your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Plans through CarShield have coast-to-coast roadside assistance. It is a no-brainer. It is an easy and affordable way to protect your car from expensive repairs. And that's just for starters. CarShield will help protect your wallet from expensive repairs. And let's do it. CarShield.com slash bones. 800-391-8888 to save 10% on your plan and lock in your pricing forever. CarShield.com slash bones or 800-391-8888 to save 10%. A deductible may apply. Another day, so another story about somebody going crazy up in an airplane. And I don't want to make that the the focus of the entire bit, this one story. But in a second, I would like to talk to, if there are any flight attendants that are listening, is this every day? Is this every flight? Is it so much that you know it's going to happen at some point in the day? Because there are so many stories that I'm just starting to think if I go up and it doesn't happen, that's rare. Because honestly, that doesn't happen on mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't been a good fist fight or slap fight at all. (laughs) So if you're a flight attendant or a pilot, if that happens, does someone have to go to you on the mic and be like, oh, hey, uh, we, got, we got a slapper back here? <laughs> like, then what do you do? Do you have to make the call to land the plane early? Or do you just go, oh, classic, right? Classic cabin, right? It's another day. Just go, yeah, just go. The quick story is a woman slaps another passenger, right? I mean, this is every day. Uh, somebody gets on an airplane. Somebody screams at somebody. There's a video. We go, wow. We move on with our life. <laughs> Rinse, repeat the next day. But again, another story had to divert because of an out-of-control woman who started shouting and slapped a fellow passenger. That story's from The Independent. Now, what my question is, and it's to our callers because we have some on the phone. If you're working on airplanes as a flight attendant, as a pilot, and this happens up there, like, what's the rule? 
Like, when can you duct tape, right? That's what I would yeah. be thinking. Like, okay, can I duct tape now? Okay, how about now? Can I duct tape now? <laughs> uh, let's go over and talk to Kelly in St. Louis. Hello, Kelly. Good morning. Thank you for calling the show. Are you a flight attendant? I used to be a flight attendant. I was a flight attendant for one year. Oh, why only a year? Um, it was just something fun I wanted to do in my 20s. Uh, I took some time off school and just kind of wanted to travel. And then uh, I just went back to school and got my degree after that. So, Would people get unruly when you were a flight attendant? Yes, it happened all the time. Um, if it, ha- I learned pretty quickly on that you can usually tell from people's behavior as they're boarding. So for me personally, I like to be in like the middle of the airplane, and I would watch people during boarding. Um, and there were several incidences where I would just have people removed from the flight before we even took off. Wow. Um, that way, like. You know, because if they're going to be, if they're screaming, if they're yelling, if they're throwing the fit, if they're being disrespectful, it's like, let's just, I would just call up to the flight deck. I'd say, look, passenger and, you know, 34B or whatever, I'm not comfortable with them on this flight. And they would say, all right, we'll get security. And um, they'd be escorted off the plane before we even left. So That's intense. Yeah. Um, did, did they yeah. know you told on them? <laughs> What's that? Did they know that you told on them? Um, yeah, there were some times when I was definitely, uh, was on the bad end of some, you know, a lot of people screaming and yelling at me, but you know, you got to do what you got to do because you don't want to be in the air and have a problem where, you know, now you've upset 200 people on a flight because you've got to land somewhere that's totally, you know, not their destination. It just becomes a huge thing. So, um, you know, we had an instance once where this man and wife, were fighting on a flight uh, during boarding and he grabbed her and grabbed her by the wrist. And so, you know, another flight attendant and I, we just called the pilot and he was taken off the plane and arrested right there. So did she go with him? Like, no. Or was she like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> she actually stayed on the flight. Wow. We yeah, good for her. were going from LaGuardia to Miami and uh, yeah, she stayed on. She went on with her trip and left him there. So was she thankful to you or annoyed? I, she, I think she was thankful. She didn't, you know, we didn't really talk too much about it. Um, I think she was more embarrassed than anything, yeah. which I think might have been part of the reason why, you know, she just kind of stayed on the flight and stayed quiet. Um, but, you know, I, it, it seemed to me like this wasn't just a, you know, if he's acting that way on a flight, it's, you know, probably pretty typical behavior. So we just didn't want an incident in the air, you know, because you're, you're in a, an aircraft and if something escalates to the point where somebody could get hurt and whatnot you know i definitely think it you know it was the right call to make so. yeah, you know where to go you're mm-hmm. trapped in that tube yeah. hey thank you exactly and i don't want to get hurt so. have, a, have a great day kelly we appreciate you calling thanks so much all right see ya. Uh, ida is on ida are you still a flight attendant i am i'm currently still flying <laughs> And for you, I bet it's been crazy with masks and people not wanting to wear them and you having to enforce it, even if you, regardless of what you believe, like you have to enforce that, right? Right. And it gets difficult at times. (laughs) So what happens when you're in the air and somebody goes bat S crazy? If you're in the air, we start calling the pilots and let them know it's, you know, ultimately the captain's call to divert 
Um, mm. But it has to be pretty bad to divert the aircraft because you're, like Kelly said, you're putting a lot of people out because now, say you divert in a little, small little town, we have to wait for fueling again. We have to wait for our flight plan again. So it just, it puts a lot of people in a bad position. So what do you do if there's a guy, I was playing a clip yesterday on the show, and he's going crazy, screaming, he's going to beat everybody up, but you're in the air. Like, how do you, and when can you duct tape? Answer that in two parts, please. <laughs> I, we actually don't carry duct tape on our aircraft. We have handcuffs. Oh, <laughs> nice. Um, if it, yeah. yeah, if it gets to that point, then we would have to use them, and we use um, some, we call them ABAs, able-bodied assistants. And they'll come out and, you know, wherever they're at, close by, hopefully, and they'll have to bring that person down and then we'll have to handcuff them. There are secret people ready to tackle on on an airplane at any time? (laughs) No, but you, as you're boarding, you kind of keep an eye on people and see, I mean, you've got this big husky guy. He could probably help you out, Mm. you know? So if you saw me getting on a plane, let's be honest here. If I'm if I, I'm walking in, I'm like, "How's it going? Hope your day's good. Can't wait to go fly to my destination." And you looked at me. Would you think that I was an ABA? I think you could help. Just mm. because you're not big and husky doesn't mean that you can't help out. I let me tell you about me. I'm six foot one seventy. Fit. How's that make you feel? Uh, I think you can help. Mm-hmm. I don't feel she thinks I could really yeah, help. No, no, no. no, ABA I'm going to put a sticker way. on that says ABA. <laughs> it's, it's ABA, able-bodied assistant. assistant. Yes. I'm just yeah. gonna, if you're in the air, I bet you your adrenaline's pumping with all that's going on around you. You know, even the smallest person could jump well, a big person. Stop making it better for me. She's <laughs> like, no, even <laughs> wimps. Zingers. Even real wimps could do it, Bobby, so I believe in you. I mean, your adrenaline, yeah. you're good. I'm... I'm not saying I'm the most intimidating guy, but I can hold my own. Okay, so now when you board, though, just let people know. That I'm going to go Just Abba. be like, hey, yo. <laughs> Abba. You know what that means. Abba, ABA, you know what that right means. here. Dancing queen. <laughs> I'm going to sing Abba's song so they know what's up, that I'm an able-bodied assistant, ready to get the call. I'm ready to be called in. I'm basically the police in the sky. Yeah. Stop yeah. laughing, Ida. Um, hey, thank you, Ida, for your call. <laughs> have you ever, well, have you ever went to someone you marked in your head as an ABA and you went to ask them for help and they're like, no, I'm good. They cried. <laughs> they were the worst. No, actually, I've been, I guess, lucky. I actually have never had to, like, it's never gotten to that point for us in the air. Mm. Oh, good. I can't wait to be called in. Mm-hmm. Now I just want to prove that I can be an ABA. Yeah. Because I am an able-bodied American. Yeah, but that's it's assistant. Assistant, assistant. you're missing that's an that American. Part. I'm an ABAA. Ida, thank you for the call. Hope you have a great day. I'm gonna put it on your boarding pass. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks Relax. it's so funny that I think I can take someone down. Okay. Uh, hey, appreciate everybody for being a part of the show. Don't forget, you can always leave us a voicemail if you hear something and you're like, "Dang, I wanted to get on the show." Eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story up the day. This story comes to us from Florida. A man is a turtle breeder, and his one of his refrigerators went out where he keeps the turtles. He calls the repairman and says, hey, man, I need you to come fix this. Guy shows up and says, man, look at these turtles. They must be worth something. Sticks them down his pants, mm. steals $30,000 worth of turtles when he's supposed to be fixing the fridge. Only problem is there was a hidden camera in the oh, fridge. Boy. Oh, yeah, so he could probably watch his turtles. Sure. That uh-huh. makes sense. Surveillance. I just wonder why you stick them down your pants. Like, if you're going to steal them. 
Don't you bring in a bag? Yeah. I don't, I, and I feel like, yeah, but I feel like you have to then walk out the cowboy walk. <laughs> like a little... You have, tur- <laughs> you have turtles in your pants. Bow-legged a little yeah. bit? Yeah. They must have been little. Yeah, they had to be tiny. Oh, yeah, they're really, they're small turtles, and he said he had to go get parts so he could transport them somewhere else, and when he came back, cops were waiting for him. Oh, wow. Again, I think you just get a bag and say, it's my tool bag, yeah. the turtles in the tool bag. But yes, cameras, and also, let, let's not get it lost, it, that was $30,000 in turtles. That's a lot of turtles. I had no idea. That His dumb lucrative. actions have uh, overshined the fact that those turtles cost $30,000. Wow. All right, is that it, Lunchbox? Yeah, I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I'll be playing the Grand Ole Opry tonight, doing some comedy, so I, I don't know if you're going to be able to come in and get tickets or not, but if you are going to be there, that's pretty awesome. If you're thinking about it, come on out. We'll be doing that tonight. Uh, there's a story. A guy in Florida was arrested. They said he had an addiction, so he broke into a place and stole something. Now, when I read this, I think drugs or prescription medicine or, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's generally what happens. But yeah. this is an Xbox. He stole an Xbox because mm-hmm. he has a video game addiction. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it happens, right? I've never heard of it happening like this, but a Pasco County man was arrested after deputies say he stole an Xbox because of his video game addiction. Now that has been diagnosed as a thing. I might be on the edge. <laughs> you With you. stealing games. Yeah. Uh, when deputies searched his backpack, they found the Xbox, an eight-inch chef's knife. He brought the knife for protection, he said. Yeah. Oh, From yeah, what, yeah. though? The owner. In case like, someone tried to stop him from robbing? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's how protection works. I think that's for robbing. You're right. Not for protection. But again, he said he had a video game addiction, and that's what made him do it. From WFLA, I just haven't heard of anyone being told they have that after they stole something. From playing nine hours of Fortnite. You get it. I hear people being, hey, you have an addiction, but not for going and stealing something. But you can't argue with it. If the doctor says it, that must be true. Right, guys? <laughs> yes. yes. Goodbye, everybody. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.